3: Greetings and welcome inside a happy Thursday, a very special happy Thursday. Live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And I don't know, I think it's sort of apropos that on the day you and I celebrate 10 years of the One, show together, two, yeah, Bill three, Belichick is four, no longer the head five, coach of the Patriots. Again, so, I think that's kind of well. I mean, you're celebrating; I mean, it kind of works. No, honestly, I <laughs> swear to you, I'm not. Because finally, we beat the guy. Finally, he stinks as a head coach. He's got a horrible roster. We beat them the last game. We sent him out. We retired Belichick from the Patriots. You love the image it's of a him, big day. like he was on Hoth. No, oh, yeah, just, just his eyes. You know, the only thing that was uncovered. we keep losing this game. I'm covering my mouth. I'm covering my. Nose, I'm covering my face. We finally we retired him, and we finally are beating him. And oh, now I'm leaving. Now when I can't beat the Jets anymore, yeah, I should go someplace else to go ply my trade somewhere. So no, I'm not so unbelievable. Yeah, but it's only I'm one. not as happy as I thought I was. You got an ass whooping for two decades. Now I'm you get, win one game, and all of a sudden you're like, you're finally, oh, come on, you got yeah, to stick around." Yeah, but finally, no. yeah, now no, you stink. Now you're a bad coach. I have watched for four no. years. And we finally beat you. He screwed your draft choice. Now he I'm gonna beat get, you. Now I'm going to get free. He won, the, he won the war. No, he didn't dude, win come the on, dude, You we ret- won the battle. Dude, they won the war. We retired Belichick from the Patriots, man. Like Michigan retired <laughs> Nick Saban. The Jets retired Belichick gonna from the Patriots. You're going to put that up on the tombstone? We retired him. I, I just We're hanging to throw, a banner for that at MetLife next season. I just want to throw back to Big Voice Guy because it was an absolute contrast to everything you've said about me for a decade. Smiley Mike Harmon. Happy Mike Harmon. All of this about politics. Yeah, the voice guy doesn't know you very well at all. Evidently Does, no, not. No, not at all. No, not at all. Does not know you. Does not know you. That Death does not, does and know dismemberment you. and hatred and vitriol. I mean, that's what I'm all about. Uh, and and it were and, and for ten years I've been I've been sitting here listening to you, putting up with you, bringing up dead people all the time. We commemorate those every we've lost time. at I'll, every turn. No, you just find a way to bring up it's dead a, people. No, all it's the a time. rich tapestry hey, of you the know living that? and the dead. We were watching. I forget what movie we were watching. Up once. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, I am Legend. And you looked up and said, "Oh, you see the dog there, Sam?" And I said, "Yeah." And you said, "That dog's dead." You know what though? And I'm I like, never, what? I, "What is? What is wrong with well, you?" I just did the math on how old the movie was. See, but why <laughs> would you even bring up? Oh, I wonder. Do you watch TV? And Can go, I just oh, tell I mean, you that guy's I've dead? Nev- oh, that I've guy's never dead. seen that movie. That guy's dead. Other yeah, than that guy's in, dead. in the studio, that guy's dead. That guy's it. dead. Do you listen to music? and Go. Oh, that guy's dead. That woman's dead. That guy's dead. Oh, he's been dead. That guy's dead. Hear that? You like the song? Yeah. That guy's dead. I mean, that's that's what you are. That's what you do. Ten years I've been sitting. Go, boy. I wonder if I actually, if we, if I, if we, if I was partners with someone who actually was smiling, happy, and not bring up dead people. Like, like, what would, what would, what would my countenance be like right now? Would I be walking around going, I don't care if the Jets lose. I don't care if the Mets lose. I'm happy, 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 happy all the time. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I no. don't care. No, it's too ingrained care. in you that you can't get that let go of that little boy fandom. <sighs> it's the way they like today. Pete Alonso. Twenty point five million dollars with the Mets. Yeah, it makes me easier to trade. All good. But celebration <laughs> in the moment of hey, the polar bear sticks around at least sure. for another month. Yeah. Well, 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 let's be on. Until the end of July. Well, All right. Let's let's be on. Until, until the, the end, end of, of July. July. Yes. That that's Or until what your guy be. decides he needs to sell for partners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Earlier than that, once again. There'll be thirty games out by July. <laughs> well, that no, no, wait a minute, true. wait a minute. Hang on. Thirty? Yeah. yeah, maybe twenty. July. You're talking about getting into, not the end of July, you're talking about getting into trade season, which is the beginning of July. That's about 20 games Yeah, out. but you try to say steady. That's about steady. 20 games Steady. I out. mean, look, people are going to get desperate. We don't want to look desperate. Just wait. We need to take it to the end of July. Just wait. But this it's 10 years for us together. Yeah, Frostburg, crazy. 10 years since night one. I still remember Warren Moon and T.O. being yeah. our guest opening night. tyshirt has been with us since he was 13 years old, and now he's, uh, he's 20. This is seven years for you, right, with us? Uh, I think six. Is it six? I think six. That's it, six? So you aged it. You're like the new guy still. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even been here for seven years yet, so. Oh, He's okay. going to auction off that diaper he wore that night, game worn, <laughs> <morning. laughs> <laughs> Little buddy diapers. <laughs> Remember the tight shirts first night, too. Uh, the button I pressed to put you on the air is where? No, it's, it's right. Okay, okay. Nice to meet you, Mr. Smith, Mr. Harmon, all this stuff. And now look at him. He never called us no, mister. Now no, 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 he barely pays attention. At least he didn't show up in a suit. No, that, That's true. Very first I look night. I good. Very... I thought there were going to be cameras. I thought we were simulcast. I walked in, I go... What are you wearing a suit for? Did you go to court today? Do you have to go to court after the show? Am I some kind of witness what are you going by, to court by proxy for? on you? I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, nobody wears suits in radio. Nobody. And you wore a suit in the first fedora. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fedora has been part of your, you know. Oh, it's part of you wear a fedora a with with t shirts and sweatpants. So that that's that's just you part said of that your like look. it's wrong. No, I'm just saying that's part of your look. That's like grandma. That's in, p- in it's <laughs> in bro. It's part of your look. But the suit on the first day, I better wear a suit. The no, first. day. No, I was looking forward to like giant social media suit. and and a, a big social presence <laughs> so I'm announcing wear, our I'm arrival. Wear a suit. Like what did you think was gonna happen? I don't know. It's sports is, media. I'm I had to wear, wear a suit and so many other stupid in no, environment. We the- I thought maybe we'd just do it here oh, once god. as well. I thought this was the lot. I'm gonna wear a suit. I'm gonna go Yeah, out. it's an extension of the lot. That's I, uh, damn right. I broadcast better in my suit. That's 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 kind of what it is. Yes, yes, yes. You came in that first night like Ross from Private Parts, the guy who was replacing Robin Quivers. I did some summer stock, yes, yes. And he's all buttoned up, yes, yes, yes. I now mean, let's play the game. Yeah, and then Howard does all the games. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, I've never been so embarrassed <laughs> in all my life. You were like that guy the first night. I don't think I was that embarrassed. though. Uh, I don't. Know. I think well, well, no. I mean, just for wearing the suit, Mike. No, be honest. I look good, What'd you have in those suit pockets? <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy I, mean, Gun? I am a Southside Chicagoan. You, know, you had candy. Birth. I think you had candy. My candy, candy. You had candy. You had Maybe. candy in your pockets. Anybody want to guess what was in my pockets that night? You At did, you Dome, did bring And in, How about it for us? going go to hammer. Night, no, no, no. The first night, if I remember right, he you brought in macarons the first I'm kind night. Kind of a big deal that way. I think you did. Yeah, you he said here mac, and you were holding like forever. I go well. Either I got to trust this guy, or he's poisoning all of us, and he's going to take over the show on the first <laughs> I night. I okay. am the captain now, and you brought in macarons. Mike, I would have fixed the font. By you know, Passover is not in January, right? <laughs> No macaro- macarons. Macarons are why? Why are they? Are they a Passover food? Yeah, it's a Passover thing. Is it real? I thought macarons you could just have like every well, time I, mean, I go it's to a bakery, every, every, you can get macarons. everywhere. how many people actually buy them except for my? Oh, so you think they're just like there for show? I think they do best around April time. Except okay. for Mike. Except for Mike. Wait, hey, that guy might come in. He may need the real ones. Just make sure you swap out the ones that are that are the glazed ones. And, and shellacked and with the real ones, right? We can't sell that. Someone's going to choke and he's going to wind up suing us. Wait, are you put ordering in advance of April? Or Mike, did you put on a yarmulke to get those from the bakery? I I may have walked in you know prepared looking for a discount uh a discount right discount what are you for a discount discount i'm mike harman i'm mike harman hi oh, I'm. I'm mike harman i'm mike harman how you doing, how you doing? How you doing? uh get <laughs> exp- around like larry david <laughs> let express employment professionals help hire your next pro forget about posting jobs sifting through resumes and interviews with unqualified applicants that's how we got Harmon. uh move up to the pros and go to expresspros.com to find the location near you that's expresspros.com Dot com. And I still remember the first time I heard your voice when, when our, our former manager said, you know, I kind of like this guy Mike Harmon, who's on on the weekends. And I said, sure. <laughs> All right, that's well, great. We had, we had done one segment together because... Yeah. Uh, Fabiano flaked on you. Yeah, that's when right. You were filling yeah, yeah, in yeah, one night. Yeah. When I was, so I, I in, was. It was in the middle of making dinner. They're like, "Can you jump on air?" And you quick? jumped in, and you said, "Hey, I want to talk about dead people." And I said, oh, no, okay, we started talking about about movies. fantasy and movies." And then you talked about all the dead people in the movies, and I'm like, "All right, this, that's kind of a thing with this guy." Sixth Sense was kind of a What's big this? deal. <laughs> You know what I just saw, Six Sense? Guess what? Uh, Bruce Willis's character is dead the whole movie. Wait, what? Yes! The whole movie! And the other guy is actually Donnie Wahlberg. Mind blown! All right, Greg. I guess we'll talk fantasy another night. Thank you very much, Mr. Harmon. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was a so I said sure, Mike Harmon. I remember yeah. listening, and I listened to you on the weekends. I was like, yeah. I said, yeah, you yeah, worked out all right. Yeah. Obviously, you knew your stuff, and it, I, and I was like, okay, yeah, we'll try and Mike. And boom, Mike you Harmon played grab ass for a decade. Mike Harmon, I do remember. That when it was when it you know the one thing I was like when 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 I talked about partnering up with you and I, and it was like yeah, yeah yeah Harmon's great he's better looking and, um, and he has more hair I didn't say that well you did have well you had more hair now it's you you you've been you've been trying to, you've been catching up to me it's no, like it's I had a big there. lead it's like it's like Syracuse Boston College last night we had that big lead like yeah. thirty points and then slowly Boston College is whittling no, it away no they crept back in it's That's getting right. it's getting well close. I mean you. Just went classic Syracuse. You guys don't make a lot of shots. <laughs> uh, We're going to score in the upper 60s and see what we can do. But, you know, the fun thing is that you and I getting to do this, and neither of us are former athletes, at least professional athletes. You oh, and I both played sports in high school. Well, a long time ago. And, uh, yeah. you know, then that was it. But, the, you know, the, the big thing about radio, and this is this is one thing. You know, we'll pull back the curtain a little bit here on our 10th anniversary before we get into Bill Belichick, who's gone from the AFC East, um, is that it's, it's very rare... The athlete that will do and be able to do radio and commit to it four hours a night, five nights a week. It's very rare because that's that's very anti the schedule that athletes have had. Hey, I'll go come and do a show. It's a two hour show. Oh, guess what? Hey, I need Friday off because I'm going to Hawaii. Or oh, I can't do <laughs> Wednesday because I'm I'm appearing at a mall or I'm doing this like that. It's very difficult. And and that's always been a big thing is hey, you put two people on, one's a radio guy, one's an athlete. And it, it's always difficult because you're always filling in for that, because the athlete just just doesn't have that that five day a week, four hour thing, because it's just not who they are. They they haven't come up with that because they've been athletes where they come in, they, they, they go to work, they go to practice, they go home. You know, it's the coaches that stay there all day and looking at film and right. looking at everything. It's not like they don't do that as well, but to suddenly go for, hey, five days a week when, I, no, I'm, I'm used to off time, used to my off season where I have time to myself and I have, there's four months in and out of the season where I don't have to do anything. It's very difficult and it's very rare the guys that can do it. You know, the, the guys here like Brady Quinn and, and LeVar Arrington who do it, there's, there's a few guys who can. And, and my hat, Mike Golick did it for a long time mm-hmm. for ESPN. And my hat's off to him because he's a guy that had an unbelievable work ethic. It's just not, it, and this is is not a knock it's just very hard to go from one level of 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 working for 10 12 whatever years it is and now suddenly hey guess what now you're going to work harder and you're going to work more hours it just doesn't work that way it's very hard so i was very happy that they decided hey we'll put two radio guys on and and see how it goes And here we are 10 years later and you're still talking about dead people carnival barking i mean you're really obsessing on this i we need to Go deep into your psyche. Well, I was thinking if you know, like, I was thinking at the end of at the end of all, like, like when I think about it, what's the first line of Harmon's Wikipedia page going to be? It's going to be Mike Harmon, who often brought up dead people throughout the show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, I think didn't always have to be athletes. He delved into entertainment and singing (laughs) and music. uh, All that would be the first line. I think I could pinpoint a period in my life where I was at my worst with that okay we All don't right. need to revisit that time in my life okay we're, right. we're okay here Just, right? You're going, going <laughs> into year 11 my, Just like you know, sunny side uh, going going forward here <laughs> Mike Harmon who ridiculously wore a suit the very first time he night had he a good run the beat got him <laughs> uh, Jason I hope you know too Lauren Gordon, uh, Gardner he was planning to destroy the show so you should thank me for getting rid of him. Yeah, Lauren actually did a pretty good job. I don't know about that. No, I mean, but you've come in. I mean, look, Lauren came in. Lauren, I, I'll, I'll tell the truth. Lauren did a really good job before you came on. He did it for three years. Which is a guy, by the way. Yes. Yeah, he would vape all the time. Like, he was somebody was who, like, afraid of the stress the factor. Yeah. Like, he would vape, like, in the still. I'm like, well, I guess you can do that. And I that guess wasn't it's all tobacco. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hey man, I'm just ready to do all this. No, Lauren did a great job. He, like I said, he would vape all the time, and we're like, okay, you and say then, that like it's a problem. I'm, no, I'm just saying I've, I've, I was, it was new. I want to vape in the studio. I, it sounds no, like you want to vape. No, are you kidding? No, lips that touch tobacco will never touch mine. No, I'm not a, I'm not a smoker. Not you a just joke. Or over or it wasn't a joke. Uh, no, it's just very, it's just very foreign to me that now people can smoke and can vape indoors. You know, it's very. It was a very 20, strange. 2024, man. This was ten years ago, Frostburg. Ten years ago this is twenty fourteen. People didn't even know what. Snapchat was then but that was also four hours a night of high stress yeah, yes. you had to look including them including yeah. the the show ahead of us no. so I mean by the time he got to us I thought it would maybe maybe a little more relaxing I <laughs> thought it would have been a little more relaxing instead he was still going going strong so here it is 10 years for us here tonight in the show gonna reflect and look back at everything we've had going on the last 10 I years i got a list of guys that i want to pay tribute to oh boy are they alive are they not yeah they might be uh, that yeah. sentence could have taken a wild turn yeah it could have it could it could have especially i bet you the first four of them have been dead for a long time i want to i want to tell you i want to i want to <laughs> i want to look I want to look back at Jack Warner, who ran Warner Brothers back in the early 1900s. I did a job he did, turned into a major studio. I, I did enjoy that that Warner Brothers documentary that they put out. That was pretty good. I want to go back and take a look at Daniel Boone. The history, Daniel Boone was someone who, you know, remembered by history, but what was his real impact? That's what I'm looking back well, at. Well, purveyors of bourbon and rich... Uh, mahogany hey by the time he was 17 alexander the great had conquered the majority of europe let's go back and look back at the alexander the great
1: era be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific
0: there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey
2: where are you coming
3: The Knicks had cut that big Mavericks lead down to a point. Mavericks had the ball with less than a minute left to go. Missed three shots in a row, but got three offensive rebounds. That's tenacity. That's working hard. Pissed me off is what it did. Before they hit a three... To go up 124-120, they have the ball now with 15 seconds left to go. That looks like that's going to do it. The Mavericks are going to win this game without Luka Doncic in a, in a night where the Knicks could have clearly come back and won. They couldn't get a rebound. Dante DiVincenzo was jumping all over the place. Julius Randle is standing under the rim, and the Mavericks go and get three offensive re- They missed three threes, and they get three offensive rebounds, and they're able to get another. They finally put one in, and now they're going to win this game over the Knicks. Yeah, Hardaway Jr. with a rebound, and and then uh opportunity for Josh Green to put up a three-point shot. We watched you live and die in a matter of, uh, well, one game minute. That first, you that's were first jumping one up missed, I'm like, I don't oh. think I've ever seen you get, jump that high. I when they, he hit the three-pointer, when DiVincenzo hit the three to make it a one-point game. Yeah, and then DiVincenzo jumped... I don't know what he was doing, and and the ball goes <laughs> over his head, and the Mavericks get the rebound again. And I was jumping up and down. We're getting the ball, and Brunson's going to hit a shot. And we're going to win this game. He's going to wave goodbye to everybody in yeah. Dallas. Goodbye. That would have been great. This is where it's at. No, it didn't happen though. No, this is just. He tried though. Yeah, I, I, this is just. I had three offensive rebounds at the end of the game. Three off. And Julius Randle twice, just kind of standing under with his arm out. Well, he worked hard. He didn't have anything left. Blech. Why are you shocked? Blech. Yeah, it's Nick Show. It's Julius Randall. Yeah, but but we we were gonna win every game. You were since we got that on was your bold prediction. We were gonna win. So every I hate game. to say I told you so. Every that game. didn't that didn't happen. Uh, that didn't go long. You know I mean, who else didn't play tonight? Uh, Luca, you lost without Luca. I yeah, said Luca that. was in sweats. Grandpa, but I needed to say it again. Grandpa, I said that like not even two minutes ago. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just need to reiterate it. By the way, though, at least your team put up a fight. We were watching UCLA earlier. Before this show began last hour, it's like, all right, not a great first <laughs> half, right? 33-23. but hey, if you can keep a team under sixty points, you know, under seventy points, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. Now and then Utah yeah, went nuts in the yeah, second half. Uh, so just like in the NBA, nothing but blowouts all over the place. Uh, uh, so at least this one got close at the end. Yeah. yeah they, know, okay. Do you feel better or worse for it though? I'm Would you rather it just state a, a blowout? Because now psychologically, you're you're going to replay the lack of rebounding and tenacity and toughness uh, that now becomes the hallmark of your next team. Well, maybe this is a game where Julius Randle's going to say, "Oh, I need to be better at the end of games," you know, or something ah. like that, which he's going to need to say. I, it's I, again, it's just. You mean he needs to play three, that way, or he needs to offensive say rebounds at the, three offensive rebounds? Three offensive rebounds, and the biggest possession of the game—you're going to steal this game away. You're gonna steal it, and and you gave it back. Three offensive, three. And I get the ball bouncing. Tom Thibodeau looked like a thermometer on and, the sideline during that sequence. And, and, you know, and the thing is, I get the ball is bouncing out far because when you take threes. But the Knicks are too close to the basket. DiVincenzo's too close to the basket. Julius Irving. Saw, Julius, uh, Irving. Julius Irving. Julius Irving. was way too close to the basket. <laughs> the, Julius the doctor, too close to the, the basket. doctor flew Because I was ready for him to go up for that. <laughs> a big finger roll layup and Dr. J was going to win the game. Yeah, you, know, you had the, Julius Under Julius the band going up. On the sure. other side, you had a big night from Kyrie oh, Irving. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big night for Dr. J and <laughs> Dr. J was him, there. Him and Malone, boy, you couldn't beat them. Ooh. They were fo 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 man. They were going to win everything. Oh, uh, Jason, so Yeah, what do you got, Frostbite? I don't know if you know this, but the Mavs beat you without Luka. I don't know if you know this, but the Lakers are losing at halftime by 14. Dude, we already won the in-season tournament. <laughs> You're gonna say that all season. Won long, a couple aren't you? of games. I mean, they beat the Clippers the other. day. All year. season. I long. mean, that was like another in-season tournament. All season. The coming out of that game, you would have thought they'd hung another banner. Yeah. The yeah, level was of big. excitement after that. Two one. in a row. Let's put that right next to the IST banner. Two in a row following a big losing streak. Uh, We get more on the NBA coming up. We got Rick Bucher joining us next hour, which is going to be fun. He's going to love talking to us on a night the Knicks lose. He's going to come on. The first thing he's going to say is, Knicks, yo, guarantee it. I guarantee it. 100%. But as he should. The biggest story of the day clearly is still the Patriots and Bill Belichick are no longer partners. It was announced today at a press conference that seemed a little weird and awkward, but that's the way it is when the relationship has run its course that Belichick is no longer going to be the head coach with New England. He's looking forward to what's next. I'm, I'm, on, to, I'm on to the next team. I'm on to my next team. And now the big question of what's next is what's here for but both d- of these does squads. Does he show up for work tomorrow like Nick Saban did at Alabama today? <laughs> <laughs> here, carry and my bag. There's a, <laughs> <let me> get... <laughs> there's a difference when you retire and you're clearing out your desk and you're thinking about a, and when there's a one guy saying, "Now nah, I don't have to be nice to you anymore. You're done. You're done. I'm going to have the deflator walking out to your car bill how about that the deflator the deflator is going to be good you <laughs> now we're going to have an exclusive interview with the deflator. who's i think wasn't his last name just or something, something like, like yeah, that yeah, yeah he's just szremsky <laughs> yes is going to walk in. wait Carl Jastrzemski? no no nah, just that would be something just the guy that said tom likes these balls over inflated i'm going to put this thing at 25 pounds and see what he likes but that guy's like a yeti though the, Carl, Carl Yastrzemski he Carl pops Yastrzemski, up every sure. once in a while. He does he goes does. back and up. Or Mike Yastrzemski it's pops a, it's up a good too. Move, yeah. Though, yeah, I remember going to Whalers games in the '90s, and there were all these billboards up all over the mall in Hartford where where it was Carl Yastrzemski? I think it was for Con's hot dogs. Okay, and I'm like, I get it, but this is kind of weird because it's such a huge because if you're Hartford, you hate the Boston Bruins, yeah. and yet here's Boston Red so Here's Yaz all over these holding a hot dog his hand. "Hey, eat Con's hot dogs." So, Belichick is out, and now the question is, what's next? There could be as many as seven teams that want to talk to Bill Belichick about being their head coach. And not nah, Cleveland's <laughs> fine. They How eleven. eleven you know? Cause, cause he could go back to Cleveland again. He could go back there. He would bring testaverdi back and bring Bernie Kosar back just to cut him and then uh, move on. But it seems and it sounds like Belichick in a new spot might be great. And the one thing you are hoping for if you hire Belichick is that, okay, he lost his passion for coaching and that's what happened at the end. And he's going to find it here with us. Because honestly, I'll tell you what, I'm looking for Belichick. There's not a lot of matches out there where he's going to go, right? He's not going to He's not going to go to Seattle to replace uh, Pete Carroll. That's not going to happen, right? Is Atlanta a possibility? Yeah, but is he really going to go to Atlanta? Maybe he's got to wait for... Uh, Mike McCarthy, if the Cowboys lose, and suddenly he jumps in, oh, I want to hire Bill Belichick. But I'll be honest with you, Mike, I, I don't, I don't want Belichick because what I've seen from him the last few years we've talked about this, I don't know if the guy has his fastball anymore. I mean, you have seen him since Tom Brady left, and he took an even bigger role with the team. All his drafts have been terrible. All his free agent signings have been terrible. He's spent he all kinds it on of his money. Dogs spent all kinds of money. Dogs are good. And we've learned that from Ben. Okay. So just know Ben the dog, Ben the dog will stand up. Just understand. Can't blame the dog. I can't even say what I want to can't say. Can't blame about the dog. Ben. Can't blame the dog. Ben is living a better life than you or I. No can't, question about can't that. Blame, can't blame his dog. Look at what he did. He decided I'm going to go out and try to win with Cam Newton at quarterback. And then I'm going to go get. Mac Jones. Okay, great. And then he plays pretty good as a rookie, and then what does Belichick do? No, I'm going to have a guy be the offensive coordinator who's never been an offensive coordinator, who's been a defensive coordinator. Why? Because he's doing him a favor. It was a nice experiment. You heard a couple of Patriots players say, we don't know why that was out there. And then you look at what he did with the quarterbacks just this year. Mac Jones is the quarterback. Then he benched Mac Jones and put in Bailey Zappi. And then he signed Malik Cunningham uh, to the active roster. Then waived Malik Cunningham. Wait, what are we doing that for? He signed Will Greer, traded for Will Greer. Then he waived Will Greer. Waived his backups before the season started was lucky to get him back then middle of the season finally bench Mac Jones lost Malik Cunningham because he put him on the practice squad and now he's going to be the backup for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore for the next 10 years anybody that had this kind of malpractice with their quarterbacks is fired but because it's Bill Belichick and what he's done for all the years up until 2020 hey he gets a little bit of a pass no I'm sorry he is stunk he is stunk as a head coach and if you are you take the name out and say coach X did all of these things the last three years, you would say, how does this guy make it three years? He's lost his fastball. He is he, he obviously does not know how to build a team in the modern era or and what I mean is 2024 because once Tom Brady left, things got difficult. And you saw Bill what what's the big thing we said about him once Brady left? He wants to win his way. Right, he wants to. Win. He wants to show you. I don't need Tom Brady to win. I want to win this battle with Brady. Where okay, they think it's him. It's me. That's the real. The real brains behind this. This dynasty. So I'm going to go get a quarterback who is limited, and I want to win by running the football a ton and playing great defense because that's how I've been a coach for most of my life. And Brady on offense has done everything we need to do the last few years. But this is how Belichick tried to win. And I'm sorry, you can't win that way. It's how Robert Sala tried to win this year. What happened? 7-10. and Again, you can't win that way. It's not 1985. You need to be modern. You need your quarterback to throw the football. You need to trust him. This is not college football where, hey, we can have our starting quarterback throw the ball four times a game because we're just bullying the other team's defensive line. It doesn't work that way. But you can tell that's how Belichick wanted to win. That's his style to win. And that doesn't work anymore in the National Football League. So you know that he has lost his fastball from 2020 till now so knowing all of that you still excited to get him he's got to go to a team that's ready made to win and maybe he wins he can't go to a team where you have to build stuff up he goes no. he goes where the chargers they have all kinds of money they got to slash guys out all the talented roster they have they got you know so to get rid of so many guys they don't have to slash the quarterback right because that's what he's got to build everything else but he's yeah, got to build everything but i else. would trust him to build the defense no i can't trust him to build anything I can't trust the build anything. I, give him, a, give give Herbert a defense on the other side that actually. Who's he got well? on offense besides Herbert now? Austin Eckler's done. Yeah. Okay. You uh, find a running back. That's Qu- fine. Quentin Johnson is probably a. It's probably a bust. Okay. Keenan Allen is going to hit the wall at some point. He's still good, but he's not that guy. Jason, you got the fifth pick. You don't you got know the when fifth pick. You got Josh. You can Walker. land Marvin Harrison you got, Jr. You had an you you early pick last year Slater. and you picked the wrong guy. You know, it's, so not it's, the, it's not the same guy's it's picking hard. the groceries. It's hard. He, you're going to have to take out too. It's not just the coach. He's going to come in. As much in as we blasted and, Brandon and, Staley. But Belichick's not going to come in anywhere. By the way, Tony did a pretty good job. He's not going to come in anywhere and say, oh, yeah, I'm a, whatever you guys want, I'm okay. No, he's not going to do that. That's not who he is. He's going to want to have some kind of say on it. I understand. And he's the say, say has been, been awful. Some kind of say. But the in, say in New terrible. England, you've been there for 24 years. You earned and you were given the ability to do it all, right? All those guys I've talked about, the Dimitrov's and the and the that, all, they all got sloughed off and went into other jobs and other responsibilities at different points, leaving him alone to be that guy and to exercise that. And as much as he talked about, you know, it's a collaborative effort. Well, the buck stopped with him, and he made yes, yeah, certainly questionable moves. The reality is, the world's changed. You're not in the in New England anymore. Right? You don't have a throne that has been built for you or everything. You're the exalted grand poobah. You're going into a new situation. We recognize and we respect the past. We want the guy that was the great coach. We don't need the guy that was hanging out on draft day and ducking cameras and putting his dog out there so you said, oh, there's Belichick's dog. It's all about uh, the that draft will always stand out for a myriad reasons. But when we look at it, you know whether it's Atlanta, I think it would be funny to watch that fan base have to embrace him after the indignity of a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know, it was twenty eight three in the fourth quarter. I just want to let you know. But you know, you know looking at the Chargers, you have the quarterback. Like, he can't get that wrong. <laughs> he nothing lot, he can do. But that. he's gotten every. He's gotten everything else wrong. He's gotten everything else wrong. Even the look. The, 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 p- the defense was. One of the top five bring... units in the national football league. D- That's not everything wrong. And Defense two of his okay. stars weren't there. But you still have to build an offense. Obviously, sure. the offense for the Chargers. But again, you're going to hire somebody else Are that you really? he works with. Really? Yes. Really? He's not going to say, hey, you used to be a defensive coordinator. Want to be my offensive coordinator here? Really? I mean, you you're trusting the higher the right guy Are you decided? I'm bringing in are, Matt you're Patricia. Bring, you're bringing him in carte blanche at this <laughs> point. You're not bringing him in carte blanche. <laughs> you want a job. You want to keep coaching. Here's the rules of engagement. Otherwise, you can go pound sand and wax poetically that's on the not, top 100. not Belichick. jackasses on a sideline for the Belichick. last 20 years, guys, Here's guys, a list of jets I hate. Guys like that, and it's everybody. Uh, guys like that with that kind of of, of history and resume, what they've done. Don't that's come fine. in and say and yeah. He can, then he can I'm go pound sand and no, on the sidelines no one no one's gonna do that no one's gonna say you're coming in under the you're gonna answer to this guy and Andrew you're not gonna have it then he's, he's not, not gonna, gonna, gonna have it. a job he's not gonna do it no then, then he's not gonna no, have a job somebody's gonna fall in love with the back of his football card and go oh well all the super bowl is gonna happen and I'm telling you it's not gonna work I'm telling you, it's not going to work. It's still work. going to be better than the Jets. Yeah, well, gee, that, well, that's out on a limb. I we got Robert Sala. That's out on a limb. You're just okay, saying great. he's terrible and can't do anything right. What did I see? What have we seen the last three-plus years? The team is going to disrepair. But then as soon as I make a, take a shot at the Jets, you're like, oh, okay. Well, because everybody knows the Jets stink. They're number two, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, easy. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
3: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
2: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
3: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Our 10th anniversary show. Thank you for everything. Thank you for continuing to tune in. All seriousness, thank you for everything. The last few years, we hope to be doing this for you for a long, long time. At least until the next, the last Bobby Bonilla day, which is in twenty thirty five. No, that's good. I like that. I'm, that's I'm, I've set that, that as, final. I've set day. that as the goal. The day after, I think the day. So I like, a- yeah. Like he the gets day his after, check. We make sure his it check. clears, and we and we tap out. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like okay. So Pete Carroll's gone. Okay, next you had Nick Saban. All right, Nick Saban's gone. Next, it's Bill Belichick. We put a day between. We put some time between it. It's a day of 72s. Will Bobby Bonilla be 72? <laughs> 20- will he be set? I think, hang on. Will he be 72 in 2035? He would be... I'm gonna be. Uh, uh, he's, well, he's sixty right now. Yeah. Oh, so he's gonna be seventy. It yeah, might be seventy-two. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. It's pretty good, right there. That's crazy. 72-year-olds seventy-two year olds retiring. Seventy-two. That's how many of the Knicks are losing by? Seventy-two. <laughs> no, no, no. That's how many. <laughs> They're the Bla- never gonna lose again. That's how many of the Blazers lost by tonight. Except no, they actually did. They lost by sixty-two points tonight. Yeah. To Oklahoma City, sixty-two, not thirty, not forty, not—they lost by sixty-two points tonight. I mean, that's that gets lost in the fact. I mean, there's blowouts all over the one thirty-nine <laughs> to seventy-seven. But the fact that the Celtics basically <laughs> said blank you to the NBA with the way the schedule has been, and in a nationally televised game, said here's in, let me introduce you to all the guys at the end of our bench. <laughs> And Ted Kupo's brother came in and immediately drew a flopping technical after getting a standing ovation. Here's the other part of this game, is that it was a 62-point lead for the Thunder after three quarters. Yeah. They played the fourth quarter even at 21 points apiece. The Thunder had outscored Portland by 62 in the first three quarters. Unbelievable, man. I mean, I don't know what's more unbelievable, that or the fact the Knicks are getting boat raced by the Mavericks, who are playing without Luca tonight, who's out with a sprained ankle. I mean, I don't know, man. I know we're 5-0, and and we're due for a loss at some point on the road, but we got to throw the hammer down here, man. I mean, They got to make me look good on my the Knicks are never going to lose again bit. They got to well, look I mean, good you're, on that. You're not out of the third. Kyrie's already got 38. Yeah, I know. It's like suddenly, oh. ten from three. A uh, huge and, third know, quarter for him. And, you and your know, guy, uh Julius Randle, though. Yeah, he's having a big 29, night. 29, five and four. Sure. He's having a big night. Still minus fourteen. I just you know what I just hate? I just and it, it doesn't I just hate guys who put forth efforts so inconsistently, but every time the Knicks show up, it's oh yeah, you're gonna get my best game because it's the Knicks. Oh, but they're playing the Nets with somebody else. It's yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. I'm just gonna roll through the game and go no, two for twelve from the field. See, no, the Knicks are here. Oh, I gotta make sure I play great against the Knicks. Because they know that. that a bunch of talking heads like you, Lieutenant Weinberg, and all that. your jackass buddies oh, are going to lose your minds because he comes out and puts oh. up a big effort against you. Uh, so late science. In the, late in the third quarter, the Mavericks lead the Knicks by 16, 101-85. Uh, to 85. We'll have more on the NBA coming up in a bit. Phoenix leads the Lakers by 17, uh, with about two minutes to go in the first quarter. So there's that. Meanwhile today we, we kind of thought today it would happen where Damn Bill man. Belichick ostensibly got fired by the Patriots the, the the mutual decision it would be for him to move on it's a little less um obvious than what went on in Seattle uh where yeah where that's Pete true was, well I they, wanted to go at man. Least, but at least they kept Pete on on you know they're, they're still gonna pay Pete until he until, until they he fix wants the glitch. go somewhere but let me tell you this you know you know I always say I hate to say I told you so but I went back and found when did we say this season Bill Belichick is coaching for his Patriots life Before the life. draft <laughs> April 4th Wow April 4th we told you cuz it was when Mac Jones was on the trading block uh and and, and Alabama and, Mac yeah And 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 we said I knew at that point he is coaching for his Patriots life because they're not going to go through another year of sucking, and because they're already disappointed, they haven't made the playoffs again since you know you go back three years since Brady left, and then you had Cam Newton, you went to Mac Jones, and then the season before was a disaster. You could have won the last game and made the playoffs. We told you he was coaching for his Patriots' life, and if it went bad, he was going to be gone. April fourth of twenty twenty three. We told you that. April five. I said the tweet. I'll put it back out again. I'll put it out. April fourth, twenty twenty three. And look what happened today. It was, and we even said it's going to be some kind of mutual thing where oh, it's, yeah, hey, the respect is going to be there, and that's exactly what it was today. Today looked like a firing. Everything else, like, hey, we agreed that you're not going to be coaching the team anymore, and likely you're going to go someplace else to coach. What is that? Well, it's kind of mutual, so it's kind of like he's being fired. But we told you this was how it was going to end. And for all the for all the people who said no, no, Belichick's alleged about, Bel-, yeah, yeah, as you've seen, no matter who wins what. You only have a certain amount of time before it's hey time to turn the page and time to go somewhere else. You can win Super Bowls, you could be a, you could be a dynasty, and then suddenly you either realize you can't win anymore, Nick Saban, or the team realizes you're not going to win anymore, Seattle Seahawks, and you go someplace else. So here's Bill Belichick who's going to be breaking Don Shula's record, likely in somebody else's hoodie, yeah, somebody both, else's cut off hoodie. He'll be wearing nicely done. Both uh, Kraft and Belichick making their statements and then walking exit stage left. With Kraft saying, "Hey, we wish you well," except when you play us, <laughs> and all of that uncomfortable uh, trying to uh, make make it light. I mean, it's 24 years. Man, there's a heaviness, it's a long time. It's a long heaviness time. there, and knowing that at least one side of the ball you still had right. Like that's the hard. I, got, I think that's got to be the hardest thing. Mac Jones being. Gee, I don't know what that feels like as a Jets fan to get one side of the ball right and the other side really wrong. I don't know what you're talking about, just, Mike Harmon. But just explain from the explain it idea, to me. Explain it to me like I'm five. I'm going to explain it this way because you have an organization that has had stability and that you would hold up on par with others. You know, in a very small fraternity of they know what they're doing, whereas the Jets are over there. At the other extreme, down by with the Bears and a few other teams, historically Cincinnati and and Detroit. While well, they've seemed to at least figure things out short term here, but you know you have the you know ties that bind when Mac Jones gets in here, right? Winning the national title for Nick Saban, done, and and Mac Jones and his play is what doomed uh, Bill Belichick ultimately. Mm-hmm. But you look at the the defensive side of the ball, and and you know that you can still coach. So while you didn't get the same level of emotion out of him because he kind of sounded ill, not today's, but when he first addressed everybody, you know, after the the last loss to your Jets. If you lost to the Jets, you'd be sick or he too. It sounded kind of sick. I'm going to throw sad, up. We whatever. just lost to the Jets. But just from an, a, a, hey, I'm still under contract. Still got to go to work. Still whatever. Whereas Pete Carroll had all the energy, but sounded like a guy. It's like, I don't know what to do now because <laughs> they told me I can't coach anymore. Right. But two sides of the same coin of guys that are still ready to coach, just uh, you don't get to do it here anymore. And for Bill Belichick, didn't get to go and try to get the band back together or figure out any kind of remedy, Uh, time to move on. And the fact that Mike Vrabel was out there waving and kept saying we and whatever else probably didn't help the cause. Now, look, there's a lot to get to with Belichick, and we can answer a lot of questions. We talk about why it happened, what's next. And when you look at the why, okay, It's easy to point and say, well, the Patriots stunk the last few years. They need a new voice, understanding all of that. But this wasn't anything that was anything more than a relationship that had just naturally ran its course. Sometimes relationships in life and in sports are forever. Sometimes you get married and you're with that person the rest of your life. You have kids. Everything goes. Sometimes you're married for. 15 years and then you wind up getting divorced Times you're married for three years and you wind up getting divorced. Sometimes the night of the marriage you go, eh, you know, I kind of want to be a free man. You know, it <laughs> happens. But in the same thing in sports, sometimes, hey, guys show up and when 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 you get there, I'm going to coach here till the end of my career. And certainly Bill Belichick looked like it was going to be a lifetime thing. Instead, this is like a relationship that was great for a long time. But after a certain amount of time, you can just tell that Belichick and Kraft were kind of sick of each other. The same thing with Brady and Belichick, right? Because things were great with Brady and Belichick for a long time. And then what happened? Tom Brady decided, you know what? I- I'm not going to be under the thumb of coming to all of these off-season workouts all the time and all of this stuff. I, I don't need to do that. I-, I think my work ethic is pretty clear. And you get things in your head. It's not, it's not quite a power play. It's just, no, I- I've been doing this for a long time. I know what I'm doing. I'm good. I, I don't need this. And it's a small thing. But it turns into a big thing. And it's the same thing with Belichick and 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 Kraft. You know, they had a great column on ESPN today about when Bill Belichick came to um, the owners' meetings a year ago, and Bob Kraft was giving out pins to everybody on the on the team because of a big initiative he was very proud of. And Belichick put his on and put it like down near the bottom of his shirt. Right, Bob Kraft is wearing his at the top near sure. his lapel. He's talking about it, what what a big deal it is for him. And Belichick talked about it, said you know it's it's a thing that 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 Bob Kraft is doing, and of course I support what he's doing. But the fact he puts it on, he's wearing it down at the bottom of his shirt. It's Okay, that's a little petty. Yeah, it's a little weird. You don't have to say anything about it, but you're really going to put it there where people are going to but know maybe where it is. You're not a big flair right? kind of guy. But here's the thing: I this is me expressing my flair. So it's certain things like that. Just because you've been together for so long, when you're not meant to be together forever. Yeah, you're gonna wind up certain little things are going to grate on you. Whether it's the drafting of Jimmy Garoppolo, the trading of Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, that you know upset Belichick because he was looking to replace Tom Brady. Certain things that you would think, okay, we can deal with this and, and get past it. They're just tiny things to file away until the end when things aren't going well. And just like any relationship, at the end, if things aren't going well, you know it's just a matter of time. And that's why this is not shocking with the Patriots, because we knew, hey, they're not winning Belichick doesn't look like he's the same guy coaching he's making ridiculously bad decisions Bob Kraft is in the media is is giving you little quick things about how they have to win and disagreements that he's having not coming to all the away games he normally comes to you can tell it was just the end of a relationship and this is just how it goes at the end sometimes it gets a little rocky and I give them credit for being able to be as 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 not rocky as it was, was it awkward? Yeah, but it, it wasn't full blown terrible. Where these guys were just you know at each other's throats and there's no uh, uh, recognizing of his achievement. I mean, they did the best they could, but you knew you, you knew this was coming. The press conference wasn't great. They didn't take questions, but they still talked for 12 minutes and they said good things about each other. It was about as good as you could expect. But that's what happens at the end of relationships. They just had enough of each other, and now Belichick, hopefully for the next team that hires him, is going to go someplace and be more energetic and be back in because clearly he wasn't the same guy this year you could tell he was not the same guy coaching this year so hopefully that's a new thing for him and it's a new bit of energy for the Patriots yeah the hard part is at some point you're resigned to whatever your relationship is wherever you're at talking work personal whatever you're resigned to whatever uh ills whatever transgressions whatever things uh get to you as part of doing business Right, and for Bill Belichick during this season, I think he was resigned to the fact that I've got a really good defense, even without Judon, even without Christian Gonzalez, that we're going to be in games. Right? Would they have five straight games where they gave up ten or fewer points, or something like that? I mean, it was just absurd the level of defensive uh, prowess and acumen that's still there in terms of coaching him up, right, and reading uh, the opposition. But on the offensive side, and you're resigned to your to the fact that you know what we're not good. And every game is going to be a struggle. So, I mean, how animated do you get? He's never been a guy that's that fiery. What do you get? Yeah. Every once in a while at the end of a game, you'll have the unceremonious dumping of his headset. But even then, he usually treated it with care. Mm-hmm. Like he's, a he's, you know, like an old man that says, hey, man, this is my this is my thing. It's like, this is precious. This is sacred. And realizing along the way that you didn't construct the roster well and, and with Bob Kraft and, and Belichick, I think the other part of it is they're not two guys that were too mouths ready to talk, right? When things really hit the fan for your guy Sala in in Jetsland, I want the microphone in front of him because he's going to say some stupid ass things. There's no question about it. Iberflus, when things were really bad in Chicago, the first half of the season, he just started saying all sorts That's of stuff and, and he didn't get mad about it, but he started You know, throwing guys under the bus. Like, oh, this is getting weird. This is getting a little electric here. That's not Belichick's style. It's not Bob Craft's style. No. So you get the awkwardness. I mean, where he tried to hug him. Yeah, they right. Were, that they, that they, was, they was the were, moment that adult, was kind of weird. They were as adult as they could be. It's okay. Yeah. We're getting divorced here. This is our goodbye luncheon. We figured things out. Great. Good luck. We'll text. We'll call. Whatever it is. I have the kids next week. What, yeah. That's kind of what it was. That that's all. This was. was just the end of a relationship that came to its natural conclusion. It's a hell of a run. It's what it is? Twenty five years is a lifetime, man. In olden times, you didn't live that long. Exit out,
1: but why are you bringing up when people die? Again, oh, you no. bring up when people die all the time.